Greetings, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to my new Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast series. We have been overwhelmed with the responses that people have shared from listening to these messages on my SiriusXM show over the years. Those listeners, and they're sharing my show with their network, telling people about it, telling their family members, their friends, and their coworkers about this show and the impact it's having on their lives. That's the main reason that this show is now number one for self-help in America, and I'm very grateful. Yet, we realize that many people do not have satellite radio and therefore could not experience for themselves the message. They could not get it for themselves. So we are now sharing these messages with everyone via this new podcast. Enjoy it and share it with your network. And let's help even more people to do more, be more, and achieve more. Tell everybody so that they can live a Wealthy Ways life as well. Welcome to the new Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. And remember, your best is yet to come. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. This is Dr. Willie Jolly coming to you, and I am excited about another opportunity to share some ideas to help you do more, be more, and achieve more. You have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it. It's forced upon you. You can't refuse it. You didn't seek it. You didn't choose it, but it's up to you to use it. You must suffer if you lose it. Give account if you abuse it. It's just a tiny little minute, but your eternities are all wrapped up in it. I am grateful to be able to be on the air with you one more minute, another day, another moment of time to be with you and share some ideas that will help you do more and be more. This is the day that you can make a difference right now when you decide, you change your thinking, you and change your future. And I want to thank all of you 
who have taken time to email, send us messages, and let us know how much this show is having an impact on you. Now, before you, before I get started, for those who are on time, all the time listeners, you know I start every show by giving God some glory, to giving Him some praise, and thanking God for strength and health. And I'm grateful for the fact the show is number one in self-help in America now. I'm grateful for the books and the tours and all of that, but I'm most grateful for life and strength and health. I'm most grateful for family. I'm most grateful for great friends. And so I'm grateful, grateful, grateful. And speaking of friends, today... I've got one of my friends who has been my friend for a long time. We've been friends for a long time, and I am grateful for her and the impact she has had on my life as a speaker and as a person. Let me tell you, she is incredible. She is one of America's premier speakers, humorists, and one of America's greats. She has been inducted in the Speaker Hall of Fame. She has been awarded the Cavett Award, the highest award in the Speakers Association. She's been on 60 Minutes, featured on 60 Minutes. She's a former Miss America beauty contestant who stands over six feet tall and is funny as all day long. She now has one of the most popular... YouTube viral video series in the world. Millions of people around the globe watch her videos. And she is in her 70s, but she does not let her age define her because she's also a social media, uh, just a social media maven, and, and now has a tour in concert venues around the world where people pay to go and see her. And she is selling out theaters all over America and, and people are trying to get her in another country. She she goes when she wanna go and she doesn't go, she doesn't want to go, doesn't go. But the one and only, y'all have seen her on YouTube, her her videos of millions and millions of views, the one and only Jeannie Robertson. Jeannie, wow. are you there? Really, I had two cups of coffee while you were talking. <laughs> Thanks a lot. And I don't think your listeners, knowing you, I don't think they'll need an interpreter for my accent. Really. <laughs> Folks, she is funny, and she is the real deal. Well, Jeannie, I gave them the thumbnail sketch of who you are, where you come from. Why don't you tell us a little more? I know you're from North Carolina. I think you're born in North Carolina, but you went to Auburn. But tell us all about where you're from and what you do and, and what I left out. Well, live in North Carolina, have flown and worked out of here. This has been my base for a speaking career, which is now in its 54th year with signed contracts. Wow, 54 years. 54 years, and it's busier now than ever before because, Willie, this is important for your listeners. In my 60s, I embraced the Internet. Mm. And I had speaker buddies, professional speaker buddies, and I'll tell you in a second how I got in that, who said, I'm so glad I had a good career before all this Internet stuff came. And I was thinking, are you nuts? Mm. This is the way they can find us, and we can use this to our advantage. So now I'm a, you mentioned it. I'm a grandma gone viral. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't even know what we were doing. We put up a clip, and the thing went viral. Don't send a man to the grocery store. 
And it has led, after 54 years, and I am still a convention professional speaker. I know you do many, many conventions yourself. Yes. And um, that's been my day job for years, and I am a humorist, not a comedian. Be glad to tell you the difference. Yes. But this, because of embracing the Internet, going viral, being on the radio every day, different places, um, I, I have now been introduced to, to ticket sale events concerts, as you call them. I walk out on stage at my age, and I speak an hour and a half, and I make people laugh with a little motive in there. And uh, so it's it's kin to speaking like we do at a convention, but uh, I'd say it's a, a first cousin, but it's not the same thing. Well, it's, Here's it, the big difference. Yeah, what is when it? People go to a convention. They're going to go to that convention every year for various reasons. If most of we who are professional speakers, and I would put you, we'd put us both in there, um, think, begin to think they're going to Vegas because we have a slot at 2 o'clock on Thursday at that convention. Even if we have the keynote, it's going to the entire convention package that those great meeting planners have put together. Right. So when they come to a ticketed show, uh, they go to a place like Ticketmaster or any of the other sources or Gala Theater, buy two tickets for they and a friend, drive or fly to that concert just to see you. You're the reason they're there. The convention, it's where is it, what are the room rates, who's on the program, did I go last year? But here it's a whole different thing. I love it, Willie. Well, you are fabulous at it. And we went to see her. She was in Baltimore at uh, one of the beautiful new theaters in Baltimore. We drove over from D.C. I was in town and went to see her. And Y'all are the two best dressed people in the place. You <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said, there's some gorgeous people out here. You won't believe I said, must be Dee and Willie. Oh, bless your heart. Thank you. Well, we enjoyed you. When you came out, the people loved you. They Look, folks, let me tell you how profound this is, that people get bus tours to go see her. They come up in these big uh, buses with people packed in the buses to come to we her. We call them motor coaches. Motor coaches. Not RVs, motor coaches. <laughs> so she's been able to, tr- here's a couple of lessons, folks. One, she talked about embrace technology, embrace the internet. Second thing is she didn't let her age limit her. She didn't let her age limit her thinking or her actions. She's as busy or busier now than she's ever been in her career. She's been doing this over 50 years. And then one more thing is that she was willing to give her audience new delivery systems to reach her. Now, what, how did they get to know her? That's the other thing. Two, two main things happened. One, she embraced uh, the Internet. And two, she became an all-star superstar on the Comedy Channel here on Sirius XM. And uh, people heard Sirius on... Sirius XM has been... Oh, they've been so kind, and that's who puts me and I get to play play in the different shows. And it's a different type of comedy than is uh, used by a lot of the people. It's We like to say you can bring your mama or your teenagers, mm. and and nobody's going to be looking out the opposite windows going home wondering about all of it. Right. It's for everybody to come and uh, have a good time, and, and I try to use words to weave weave a story about things that people have already seen or have happened. I love it, don't you, Willie, when people say, you could have been a fly on the kitchen in my wall (laughs) in my home because, uh, you know, the same thing happened to me. 
or something close to it. And I'm just taking the true life things and tell them I do stretch them a little bit sometimes. I'm going to be honest with you. Well, you you and that that uh, uh, left brain <laughs> about the uh, shopping center uh, shopping trip is the most hilarious. And folks, it's clean comedy. And I think that's whole the whole uh, website is, is something about clean comedy, isn't it? Uh, well, we, we just do. When I started speaking, Willie, 54 years ago, I was a convention and a meeting speaker, and the meeting planners at that time mostly were men. I would not say that is the case now. But at that point, their families were coming to conventions or going to a banquet, and to have called myself a comedian would have hurt me. Right. Because they're only, uh, no need to say in the names, but at that time, the comedians that they had seen or had heard Usually, usually we're off color and sexual innuendos and this type of thing. And see, that scares the meeting planner, right? Because these people coming, well, they're their bosses, right? And the only time they see their work during the year could be at this meeting, and they say, "Why'd you bring it? You know, why'd you bring this in?" So I would deliberately shy away from comedy and towards humor, right? Uh, and call myself a humorist because I wanted to work. I think it's important. I don't know how many things you were going to say there. I think it's important to know who likes you, where you know, where do you find those people, and maybe keep that growing and getting new people, but also uh, how do you approach them. And you mentioned motor coaches. Yeah. A guy named Carl Hurley, a humorist from down in Kentucky. I know you remember. I know Carl very well. Carl very well. Carl figured out that there was a television screen about every third or fourth seat on, um, you know, on these motor coaches. And that they were playing entertainment. Yes. And he got his tapes on, and then he got mine on, helped me get mine on. And then those people started saying, where can we go to see these people live? Wow. So that... how did they get my DVD? We sent them one for free. My, my, we my. Sent not, we sent the motor coach driver. This is what I learned from Carl, and Carl sent a letter. He sent the tour directors and the motor coach people, and therefore it was the the tape was in a, a letter that you can show this. Your people enjoy it. You know, no charge. You don't have to pay. The game, the game is not owned by the people who put it on. Right. They can play your tape, and then we could tell you on Mondays where everybody in this country had played me over the weekend. Wow! Because the tape orders came in. Wow, folks. Does that make sense? Makes sense, I, folks. My you're... assistant. I've had an assistant, you know, worth Tony for 38 years. Yes. And she would say, well, they put that as some tours in Texas and Nova Scotia and all through the South because here we have, you know, we just say, would, if your people like them, give them our number. Wow. And so we knew the audience that I was trying to appeal to. Now, hold, hold I, that thought. Hold that thought. We're going to come okay. right back for station identification. And after this break, we'll be right back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. And for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, your best is yet to come. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and if you're enjoying this information you're hearing on this podcast, I want to invite you to get even more great information on my new free gift page on my website. Go to wjspeaks.com and hit the All Access badge. On that page, you will find information and resources specifically designed to help you to have greater success. Free ebooks, music, all sorts of 
interesting and informational interviews for my XM show. I'm telling you, this is a great page. And why do I do it? Because I've learned that the more we give, the more we get. And the more we help other people to grow and go to the next level, the more we receive in our business. So we want to help you. Tell your friends about it. Go to Facebook and get my information. Go to my website. Get my free resources. And get on wjspeaks.com and hit that all access badge. It looks like a backstage pass. Click it. You'll get behind the scenes information to the special page to help you grow. All we want in return, all we ask is that you pass it on because the more you give, the more you get. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. You're listening to Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show across America, where we bring the best and the brightest thought leaders and entertainers, uh, inspirational people, motivators, and humorous. Now, we got to add one more humorous to this show. We've got one of the top humorous in the world. She is... Um, she's been on 60 Minutes. She's a star on, on the Comedy Channel on Sirius XM. She has been uh, inducted in the Speaker Hall of Fame. She's a Cabot Award winner with the National Speakers Association, the highest award you can get. She is a lady who has been doing this for over 50 years. She's not a one-hit wonder. She's not a flash in the pan. 50, over 50 years and going stronger now than ever before is on a a tour of, of concert venues, uh, theaters, where they buy tickets and they sell out all over America. And her videos on YouTube are viral. Millions and millions and millions of views. The one and only Jeannie Robertson. Well, Jeannie, you were talking about the fact that, you know, you would you use some creative strategies to build this brand and to build this business that employed some simple things that didn't cost a lot of money. I mean, YouTube didn't cost a lot of money. And, and, and sending a video to these motor coach companies and say, feel free to watch it while y'all driving. Sure. And now people come and buy your videos as well as come to see you. I mean, that's, well, that's creative thinking. Well, and, and the, the thing that I have tried to do, and I have watched you for years, Willie, and you have too, and this doesn't cost you anything. It just costs you time and energy, but I love what I do. And if you like what you do, it becomes your hobby. Yes. In the 60s, I told material about being a six-foot-two contestant in the Miss America pageant, or as we say in the South, the Miss America pageant. <laughs> and so I, I, I was the tallest contestant at that time to have ever competed, and I'm still the tallest to have competed. I'm just shrinking. Even, even hanging upside down doesn't help, and it upsets the dog. <laughs> So I, I told all these stories about being a basketball player in the Miss America pageant. Then the next decade, I started emceeing pageants. And you remember the baton story? I remember the baton that story. When I was things I saw happening. Then the next decade, I had a son, and I would tell those, and then the teenage years. And then as I got older, I, be, I felt I can, I can absorb telling a pageant story in every show, but I 
will not feel comfortable at my age to come out and do all pageant stories. Right. So you just keep, you don't reinvent yourself. You just keep writing material that goes with your life at that time. Somewhere in the 90s, in the middle of a speech, um, I was in late 50s, then I said in the middle of a speech about my husband, Jerry, and then I said, well, I actually I call him LB for left brain. <laughs> and the reaction in the audience made me think, I can't wait to get off the stage and get back over there to a tablet and a pencil. Right. And because everybody was pointing to the one next to him, so I said, okay, there's something new. And I embraced my age. Now, we're attracting the younger audiences, too, because they hear the stories and and they have a we hope we use the words creatively to take you on a story journey that has a lot of laughs up and down in it but the audiences to know who's who really loves you and then develop material for that audience or use what you've got and see that doesn't cost a thing that just means you've got to, to work a little harder we we are taping in 18 we already have the uh, the date set the theater book the crew hired my ninth the full DVD, and although I started them off at an hour, they're an hour and a half now. Left Brain says, these things are just too darn long. <laughs> he says, when you taped it, I thought you would tape an extra stories in case some of them didn't go over. And But my thought was, at the end, I'll just put them all in for a goodbye. And <laughs> then I said to Left Brain, honey, you don't get it at all. These people are very smart. They can cut this off and come back. <laughs> if they're tired, they go away and they come back. So I've just tried to write material, look for material that's become a way of life. And and uh, depending on where you're played, for example, Sirius XM, by playing me on their channels, introduces me to a younger audience. Yep. And, and I'm quite aware of that. I'm on YouTube. Uh, somebody, the, the man that's helped me book all these shows, got, you know Al McCree out in Nashville. Yep, he's been on and, this show, yep. Oh, yes, and he he came to me and said, I think you can sell your stories on um, iTunes. Mm. And I said, well, I don't know why, and that's music. And people pay me not to sing. <laughs> right. I mean, I tried to sing in the Miss America pageant. It was pitiful. <laughs> and I, I was singing the best I could, and they wrote it down as comedy. So he said, I think you can you can sell these. So we put the stories on there, and for the st- and we have some other things coming up. But the a- availability at that time for my older audience, maybe they didn't go there, but younger people would. Right. And I can tell you the Christmas, all of a sudden, if I go back and look at it, that the VHS was gone and the DVD was in. It, uh, everybody gave their mom and daddy a DVD player for Christmas. That's right. I mean, you you gotta you've got to keep up. Remember when I started, the audio cassette had not been invented. Wow. And my first um, my first promotional materials were with that purple mimograph stuff. You, I was a teacher and speaking on the side. Right. You, and you would run off and then you would sniff it. It smells so good. <laughs> that and then your hand it was all over your hands. But so I have seen everything grow and develop. And, um, you know, we used to, if somebody wanted to book you, you overnighted a packet. Right. Well, now you send them to the, they, they say to you, our committee's coming in. We're making a decision in two hours. Where do I find your information? Right. That's right. And if you're not up to speed on it, and I have to continue because I can't do it, you know, do it all. But I have found other ways. I, I'm not on Twitter, but I have a woman who does not tweet as me, 
but she sits and I don't pay her. She's just a big fan, a super fan. She twi- twitters about or tweets anything I do. Wow. So, so that's wonderful. So you've been able to build this brand that's been over half a century. You're now one of the top YouTube uh, sensations in the country. And... It's amazing. Now, if you were you are a trustee, I believe, at Elon College. I am on the board of trustees of Elon University in North Carolina. I'm sorry, Elon University. Reputation. You've been there, have you? I have you? been there. I have been there. So let me ask you a question. So let's say you were sitting in a room with the students at Elon, and they are young business interests, have an interest in business. What would you tell them? Here are the secrets. Here are the strategies for creating a sustained business, a, a, a long-term business, a success from, su- where you go from su- success to significance. What would you tell them? What are the well, things? Well, uh, probably the opposite of what it sounds like I've been saying. I do not believe in jumping on board with everything as, just because somebody else, another speaker, says this worked for me. you got to know what might work for you and what you feel uncomfortable in doing. For example, I don't run out and buy every piece of equipment that comes out. And I don't have things just because if somebody said, you need a newsletter, my thought is, when I started, how do I stop it? Mm. What's the profit? How do I get my time investment? Now, But here's an interesting thing. I hope you'll hang up today and say she was talkative on her show. With all of these theater shows, I still call the theater before I go introduce myself they're not accustomed to that Mm. and i'm in the lobby before the show and after the show just like you do in professional speaking and i'm willing to be on any radio show they can get me to be on to help them sell their tickets you always approach it you know from speaking you say what's in it for the audience Mm. all right from promoting shows what's in it for the theater do they just hire me to come in there or will i help them fill those seats Mm-hmm. And that's what you want to be able to do. I would say that you're very lucky to the young people in that room. If you what you figure out to do in your life and it becomes profitable profitable enough to sustain what you need at certain times of your life, if if you if that is also something you really enjoy doing. I like that about the fact what's the time investment? Is it is this making yeah. is there is there a way to make money out of this or monetize it or is there just a waste of time? Because about five time a lot of times people do things without knowing why they do it. There's no, no strategy in it. And we find that people will spend time on projects that are really not profitable. And well it, and the other question is it's not just it's profit what it costs, what you have to invest time-wise. But the other thing, too, is does what you are doing, sometimes it brings no monetary profit, but it promotes your career. Mm. And that means going to meetings that you don't think you want to really go to, but you need to go there and, and be seen and meet the right people for certain careers. And and for us, I know if, if you're like I was, I still do everything in my county for free, right? And it lets me it lets me try out material. You're getting in front of the audience that potentially yes. can have an impact, and that's what what makes a difference. So that's part of what has been your secret to success, and you've been able to build on it and build on it and build on it, and also this whole thing about creating new content. Now I always yes. have been impressed with you, where you. 
You have new content almost every time I've heard you speak. Well, that makes me feel good because we work hard to do that. We, really, we, you know, my my husband will do things and say to me, "You're gonna tell that, aren't you?" I said, "Oh, I wouldn't miss telling that." <laughs> you know, <laughs> my friends come up and tell me what he did, and I have a cast of characters that I talk about, and the people love them. And I can't do a tape now without putting in these exact particular characters. Left brain, of course, is is a good one, but the. If if you enjoy what you do, you're very lucky, and I and I am. And I have found out that that people come up to me afterwards and say, and this way it leads to points. They'll say, "I wish I could do what you do, but I can't. I can't tell a joke." Well, I don't tell any jokes. I don't think I could tell any jokes, Willie. Yes. I just. I, I mean, I just freeze up. I just try to tell the truth the true stories, and I do stretch them a little bit or embellish them, and you learn how to put the punchline at the end, not swallow it at the beginning, <laughs> these kind of things. But it's just I'm very fortunate and blessed that what I do is I'll love to do has also been very profitable for me. But let me say again, when I look at, a, at what somebody says, I'm going to do this, and look, I do this, my question is how many bookings did it bring you? Were you able to, was it always, for, did it lead to what you need that to lead? Was it worth your time to do that particular thing, or would you have been better to be over here writing that second speech? Wow, hold that thought. Uh, we'll be right. right back. This is Willie Jolly. We're going to take a break for station identification, and we'll be right back. You're sure to get more from this interview. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and for years I've told people that in order to have a greater life, it starts by having greater individual days. If you have a great day and you repeat that great day seven times, you've had a great week. And you repeat that week four times, you've had a greater month. And then repeat that month 12 times, you've had a greater year and you're on your way to a greater life. And it starts with that individual day. I recommend you start each day with something powerful. I call it the pure, the powerful, and the positive. Rather than starting your day with bad news, how many people got killed or how many children got snatched or how many fires there were, I recommend you start your day with something to inspire and empower and encourage you to make this day a great day. We're excited to announce the start of Jolly TV on my Facebook page. Go to Willie Jolly, Willie.Jolly on Facebook. Just go to Willie.Jolly on Facebook and get ready for a great day and a great life. Have a great day on purpose. And we're back, Dr. Willie Jolly, and I am excited about my guest, superstar internet sensation in her 70s. <laughs> that's how, that sounds so funny, you know. Uh, an internet sensation, and you think of a teenage bopper or, 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 or Lindsay Lohan or whoever. I don't know who they are, and and yet you are a internet sensation. Millions, millions of views on Grandma Gone Viral. Uh, Grandma Gone Viral. <laughs> Let me tell you something that I heard last month from another grandma who's been a huge success. I wouldn't even compare myself to her talent. But I had the opportunity to see Carol Burnett live wow. at the Ryman in uh, in Nashville. I was excited because I had a show coming up at the Ryman and I wanted to see it. So I took my two of my cast of characters and flew flew to Nashville to see her. She'll be, I think she's 84 this month or wow. this year or what. She walked out on stage and did an hour and a half. But one of the things that, that really struck me was, and this is for your young people right here now, this is Carol Burnett saying but I like the way she said it. She said, in essence, that she had a part in her earlier years that she just knew she was right for, 
and that she wanted it more than anything, and she had the audition. Just a, one other woman was was auditioning, and uh, she knew when she she hit the home run, you know, just thrilled and knew she'd get it. Well, it went to the other woman. Wow. And she had to quickly adjust her thinking, and then I took away from what she said that she kept this philosophy her entire life, and it was, it was her turn. Mm. My turn will come. Yes. So young people have to realize somebody that maybe gets the job you wanted or makes the sale you wanted, they've been working at it just a little longer, and it was their turn. Right. Just keep being excellent. And you have to keep working. That's your right. Your turn will come. Right. You know, don't you love that? Yep, that's that right. Saying, and that's Carol Burnett. And, um, and, of course, she's out there, and, oh, her show was wonderful. Wow. Now, so you've also been able to maintain a business, okay? So a lot of folks got talent, okay? They got some skills, some talent. But how did you maintain a business for 50, over 50 years, 54 years, 55 years? How do you maintain a business to be able to sustain that business? What are the principles that you... Well, I think that some of the ones that come to head, you do try to treat people correctly. Yes. Uh, I call it marketing. Your mama taught you. You're nice mm. to people. You try to go in and give them their money's worth, be there on time, do all of those uh, those things right there. I have always had the ability to think, okay, if I do this, what would that lead to or what's the next thing or what's the outcome of that? Mm. You know, it's like a group of people voting, yeah, let's do that, let's do that. And one person says, wait a minute, if we do that, this might happen. Um, you always have to go out and say, like, if somebody says, would you sign an exclusive an exclusive arrangement for us to book you? Well, that sounds great. That sounds good. And it probably, for me, would have been in, in, in early years for a couple of years. But if the couple of years are over, I would rather have my own list of clients, not theirs. Right, right. And those clients, if you play it straight, and you always should, they belong to the person who brought those clients to you. Yep. So I didn't want to lose two or three years and start be back where I was with no clients. My daddy told me I made more than 500 little speeches the year I was in North Carolina. Now, Willie Pageants take a lot of criticism, and some of it is justified, but most of it is not. And for me to be in that Miss America program for one year and be Miss North Carolina was like, 20 years in Toastmasters. Right. I made more than 500 little speeches in one year, and it took me about a week to find out that when they laughed at something that, that I said, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. You know, I just truly enjoyed that. Right. And I, I was given that opportunity by the Miss North Carolina people. They were so excited about me being able to, you know, be funny and not just cut a ribbon and all, that they came to me in December of my year, and I was to give up the crown in July, and said next year at the state pageant, and it was on TV, rather than have former people come back and sing and dance, often they were better than the contestants that year. So that was just more of the same. Why don't you just sit off stage? We've got a former Miss America MC, and she's a, she wants to do this too. Anytime we need a feel, she's going to say, Jeannie, come out here and tell them something funny. <laughs> So when I walked off that stage after crowning the next Miss North Carolina, I had already lined up speeches. Wow. I had four the next week, and they would come up and say, can you string those stories together? And at that time, they would say, and do our rotary quote, ladies' night, unquote, because that's just the way it was at those times. Right. 
And and I'd say, yes, I could do it. Uh, you're going to have to pay me $50. <laughs> <laughs> I, booked, I booked a, a convention in Biloxi, Mississippi one time from North Carolina, charged them $50, and that included expenses. I lost. <laughs> so you want to say, where do you get your business skill? You take your in your mind, you say, don't do that again. Right. Right. But once you make an agreement to do something, you have to go and you can't call back later and say, you know, I, this this is not a good deal for me. Right. You go on and do it, and you, you and go you go on and do it, and you, you be excellent. And, and we've had both had times where people uh, uh, booked us for something, and it wasn't a good deal. But we you know what? We just went in and made a made a, a win out of uh, of a That's bad right. deal, and and got a reputation for excellence, which I I've always been impressed with because people talk about you when you're going to come to NSA, when you're going to come to a speaker's event where you're not getting paid, yet you still prepare for it like you do. Now, that amazed oh, me. Yeah. You well, prepare hard, and both of us do, but I was inspired and impressed with your last time, and you wowed them. I mean, the, well, everybody was talking about you for the next year. Oh, my God, Jeannie was awesome. And well, the only reason I've gotten to come back to the National Speakers Association, I'm a past president, so I'm going back. I mean, I love it there. My friends are there, but they have asked me to keynote a number of times, and I know I have always known why because they knew I would come back with another hour of new, absolute new material. Right. You right. don't go back in there, and you can't be a, a one-trick pony. That's the thing about the um, going back. The easiest speech for me, for for speakers, is the second speech. You go in, you hit a home run, and then they want you to come back, and you say, "I got another speech." Then you go back and you don't have another speech. Mm. What you have is an open and different story, and then you lapse back into it. So the toughest speech is the third speech. Mm. Did you really have that second new speech or what? And so I just figure I'm going to always get asked back. I just that's just <laughs> the way. I, so I go on and get ready. Wow. And and I I recently did a convention eight years in a row without repeating the story. Now, now no. and then the the bad part is when you have stories that have nine million or ten million hits or something like that, people come and then they say, "I brought my friend to hear. Don't bungee jump naked," <laughs> you know, and you didn't do it. Yes, you know, so you're kind of it's like it's, you don't hear "I left my heart in San Francisco" by the right singer. You know, you're why you're disappointed. That's right. So there's a little mix, but you don't want to be a one trick pony. And I find that people, you can say to people who come up to you and say, oh, I heard you last time. You were great. You were great. And I, I can say, "What? tell me what I told. Like, I didn't know. I write it down after every program. And they say, well, I can't remember exactly. But if you tell the exact same speech, they remember it. Right. So let me ask you this. You, you have been able to help grow businesses. and got a lot of small business people who are listening mm -hmm. who need to know, uh, oh, before I get too far, where can they find you? Where do they get your YouTube? Well, where do they go? www.genierobertson.com. And, and how do you and spell that, Jeannie? <laughs> J-E-A-N-N-E. There is no I. All I right. could have saved my lot of time if I, my mama had thought a little different on that. <laughs> All right. So she's Jeannie Robertson with no I. J-E-A-A. J e a n n e Robertson, and you can watch. Just you put it in. You just, just go to YouTube, YouTube and type in Jeannie Robertson. Oh my God! Up. But but I can, uh, you know, if you're in it, don't spend a lot of money on stuff that's not going to help you. For example, I'm running a big business out of here. I I will just tell you that it is a big business. Yes. I'm running it out of a spare bedroom in my. We bet first it was a utility room, and now we added on a room in the house. My assistant works in her home. We don't want this job to run us. Right. We've right. had people that book speakers call and talk to Tony, and they say, Tony, 
I tried to get you this morning, and there was an answer, and she said, I was at playing tennis. <laughs> and they said, well, can we ask you what are Jeannie's hours and office hours? And she says, we don't have any. Because for she will answer that phone all weekend. She will send to you. She will work at midnight. But I have not put her in an office where she does not see another human being. She can still go play tennis. Right. And if your children are getting awards on stage, you got to be there. That's right. So That's we don't. We have always said we run the business; it does not run us. Mm, prioritize so we, your life, and you run yeah. the business. And don't let the business run you. That's 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 powerful. That well, is, and we also really have always known we don't cold call, and that won't work for everybody. But it's worked for us for one reason, and we know it, and that is I keep writing new material. Right. Right. If I can write new material, I can leave and say, I have a lot of programs, I keep good records, please come back. And in a theater show, I can say, if you see I'm coming back to this town um, in the future, rest assured I'll come back with different material. And you've so got the theater loves you to say that. That's right. Now, when and you, you when, do it. when people uh, uh, connect with you, they want to know when you're coming. Uh, you you do have an email sir, list that gives them. Yes, and people, if you can even get early access, there's a way now to get to know a little bit ahead when the tickets are going on sale. You just sign up, go to it, and sign up, and you. Um, I'm I'm booked out of, uh, uh, Tony handles all my speeches, but my theater shows, we work with Al McCree and the APA. And uh, we put on the on my website, we list all the shows and the times and when the tickets are going on sale. We do not list the conventions, and the reason is people can't come to the convention. Right, that's correct. That's that correct. You, you know, you just, when I went viral, people started calling the office and saying, when is Jeannie's show, in quotes, coming to, say, uh, Kansas City or Orlando, Dallas, in, in Fort Worth, anywhere. And my assistant would find herself saying, well, Jeannie was in uh, Orlando 10 times last year, but then she stopped and said, but they were all conventions. Right, right. And so, and they couldn't come in. It's not their group. And so then we, Alan said, let's just try. Let's try. I said, let's just try to. An example of not going whole hog. When Sirius XM asked me to send my tapes, I had some friends who sent every tape they had. Mm. I sent one. Mm. I wasn't sure about Sirius XM. I wasn't sure if I wanted to be on. At that time, there were two different companies I was on XM. I wasn't sure about this. I wasn't going to give away all my tapes to somebody until I saw if it did any good. Right. And, of course, it did, the exposure for Sirius XM. And I hope that I bring to them a lot of people that may not, that they want my type of humor. Right. When they play it. So, but do you see, I, I wouldn't jump whole hog into that. Right, 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 right. It, it just, uh, and I found out, I wrote some books, and I realized I wasn't a really a, a great writer. I can write stories and all, put them together, but I wasn't. And so I took time off and started writing a monthly, one story a month for a publication. And just to try to get better. And if you work on one story a month, rather than just trying to throw something together, you do get better. You get better. You get better. 
Wow. Well, folks, we're going to take another quick break. We'll be right back with Jeannie Robertson. And we got one more segment. And I'm going to ask her to tell one of her funny stories that we can get. Because y'all, I know y'all on the edge of your seat. And she'll just tell <laughs> one of your stories. Uh, and then y'all got to go to YouTube to get the other one. We'll be right back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. And for sure, your best is yet to come. Life had enough ups and downs. But Lord, since I met you, since I did, all that's changed in the blink of an eye. Now all my heart wants to do is fly. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life, and I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500, and that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you. Grow your mindset. Grow your future. Grow your finances. Go to wjspeaks.com. Dot com slash billionaire wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and will help you find that there's a price for success but there's a cost for not paying the price and the cost is always greater than the price go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag the box or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth and remember as a man thinketh so as he is and your best is yet to come Motivated, highly motivated, 
with my my friend. We've been friends for 25 years. Uh, she's in the National Speakers Association, as I am. She's in the Speakers Hall of Fame, as I am. She is a Cabot winner. I am not. I haven't gotten my Cabot yet, and, and, and one day, hopefully, I will. But she also has been on 60 Minutes. She's been on uh, Sirius XM as a star on the Comedy Channel. And now she's got a basically a one-woman show that she does at theaters around America and sells out. You better get your tickets early if you are interested because they come in the bus loads. They make this a bus trip where, uh, and as she says, motor coach. Uh, <laughs> they come and they come and they fill up the theaters and they holler and laugh and scream. And then they buy her DVDs and buy her CDs and all her stuff. Uh, where can they buy your DVDs and your CDs and your material? It's on the websites and they can go, go to that. And you know, a, a big place, this gets back into what you tell young people about you do what's right for you. For example, I've heard at NSA over and over and over and from everybody else, you don't need a landline phone. You remember, cut yep. that out. You yep. don't need that. Well, I'm sorry. On radio interviews, yes, you do. Yes, you do. And I keep a landline. I mean, those speakers will come through. I can't believe you still got landlines. And I said, I'm on the radio all the time. I know where how I feel those theaters. That's right. I'm going to be on that radio. And so... That's the point of doing things. What you got to know what works for you, uh, and and if you can figure that out, and say, well, how many radio shows are you doing a year? Well, I don't do radio shows. I said, then you don't need a landline. That's right. But well, I need a landline. We both need a landline because we are in the promotion business, mm-hmm. and we understand we're promoting. Okay, so that's the one other thing. Yes. Take correct risk. I decided everybody kept saying you got to have a one-woman show, and I couldn't figure out why I didn't have a one-woman show. What was the difference? Now, so I went to see some one-woman shows. Well, it's lighting, and there's a you know it's a more of a production than just walking out with a microphone, like we do. But what I did was I took off seven weeks to be in Steel Magnolias. I was Weezer, <laughs> and then I I wanted to see what it was all about. And I found out I didn't want to do that. Yes. I'm a team player, but I don't like to have to, if I think of a funny line, I don't want to stick to the script. Right, right. That throws everybody off. But that was a risk that I took that would help my career. Right, right. So I say take risk, but don't say, well, look, I'm reinventing myself. I'm going to be, now I'm going to be a trainer. I'm not going to be a trainer. I'm a humorist. Right, right. So, So just... Take appropriate risk. Decide what works for you, and then say, and, and, "I have decided to do this." Don't let people. The the one other thing, it, for example, I had somebody call and say, "Would I come and speak to the North Carolina Principals Association on the values of going through the North Carolina school system?" No, <laughs> I don't know that. I went through the public schools in North Carolina, but that's a, they would be judging me as a professional speaker. But I said to them, "I said, how about this?" How about the advantages of keeping a sense of humor in education? Mm. Because that's something I can use a lot of places. Do you see? I would have spent so much time on that first speech. That's not a risk I wanted to take. Do what you do well. Stay in do your it. lane and do it well and do it better than anybody else. And you have done that. And that said, I know these people are sitting on to give me a, a short story, a short one of your... your, your uh, well, people ask me often, of course, how I did in the Miss America page. Yes. And and I, I, I didn't win because I was not permitted to do my talent. 
at six two, I wanted to shoot hook shots from my talent. Really. <laughs> I, we actually begged for me to come do that. I was from a small town in North Carolina, and my daddy said, we will bring a portable basketball goal with sandbags to New Jersey in our truck. You put this thing out on stage, and you let my daughter come out and shoot hook shots three minutes. You had to do something for three minutes. She right. can hook left-handed. She can hook right-handed. If she hits them, you better name her Miss America. <laughs> and if... <laughs> If they miss, she misses them, we'll put the ball in the goal and the sandbags, we'll go home. And they told me that shooting hook shots was not talent. I almost hyperventilated as a <laughs> basketball player. But I have judged up at the Miss America pageant three times, and I'm older and I'm wiser, and as you pointed out, I'm a grandma, and I understand these things. They were afraid I would win. The headline would have said, Hooker wins, Miss America. <laughs> You, you saw a sucker you right into <laughs> So you just tell what happens, and, and uh, thanks for letting me talk to you. And you tell all D, and, oh. and yet I didn't even get to rave about you, but you know what I think about you and your talent. Oh, and what you. you've done for so many people, especially young people that want to be in business and want to know what to do and don't quite understand that it's, it's probably basically gets back to what your mama taught you. You know, I think that's a profound statement. And, and I think that's one of the ones that I use the, the principles your mama taught you, your marketing, your mama, be nice to people, which you have done. You've been a, a help to so many speakers and people. Well, and, thank and, you. And, and, and just uh, last but not least, you broke your leg. Yep. Uh, tell broke us my femur. Your last femur. Year. You broke your I femur. Was, I wish I could say I was snowboarding. I was trying to do a triple, but I was bringing hot dog weenies into the house and I walked through the grass and whoop, there you go, an inch above my leg. But what we did was, uh, as soon as I could get up and about and have people drive me places, and the airlines were tremendous help, I changed the name of my tour to the uh, Rocking Chair Tour. Wow. And from that, uh, we, I sit on stage in a rocking chair, and we go out. You've heard of Cracker Barrel? Yep. They have rocking chairs. They're, they're in wire together right outside the Cracker Barrels, and people rock before they eat. Yep. And they rock when they finish eating and all. So we, we have a Cracker Barrel rocking chair. We give it away in every, in every show. Do you really? Yeah, it helps the database. Ah. I'm telling you, you got to think, Willie. That <laughs> so, is, no, hold, hold, let me see if so, I get this right. You give away a rocking chair at every show, and people give their name and the information on uh, one to get it. They enter on the Internet. Oh. They enter on my site. And, and, and two things have happened. One is we, we approached Cracker Barrel, of course, to try to get a, see if they were interested in sponsoring. They're a nice group, and we Uncle Hershel and eat there all the time. And, right. But no, they were not interested. But let me tell you something. You don't need Cracker Barrel. You just go out there late at night with some wire cookies. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you don't have to fool with those people. <laughs> and, and the other thing is that people said, people have said to me, Jeannie, 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 that's quite expensive because they're good rockers. Yes. I mean, they're on up there $150, $70 or something. And we're getting one at every show and giving them away. And I signed the back, keep laughing and the date and all that. And um, they said, why don't you just buy one really great 
rocking chair and take it from show to show and save that money. I said, you can't get a rocking chair in an overhead bin. <laughs> That's I mean, true. People, <laughs> people don't think. But we've had a we've had a ball with it. I've had I got to have a um, knee um, knee replacement. One more to to correct something that happened with it because there were complications. So I'll be in that rocking chair a while, and then I'm going to get out of it, and that's it. Well, you know, I want everybody again to go to Jeannie, J-E-A-N-N-E, Robertson. You can Google her. You you'll If you Google her, you will get a slew of YouTube videos that will come down from the from that site. And, and they're free. And they're, they're free. free. And they're funny. Uh, that, and, that, oh, and I didn't even mention, you know, this. Everybody's told me it's just too late. Nobody's doing this anymore. I have a huge Facebook following. Wow. Facebook. And I, and I don't, nobody else, t- no, they, it's over. Everybody says, it's over, it's over, don't do that. No, it's not over. And I can tell them when the tickets are going on sale, and these great people tell their friends and, and do this. And, but what I do, Willie, I can talk about tickets only so often, and then I need to be funny. Yes, yes. So I tell them all the funny stuff I see, too, and they tell me stuff. Wow. Wow. See, folks, again, she's embracing technology, embracing the Internet in her 70s and has has built a huge, and I say huge, business. And you can do the same. Embrace technology, embrace the Internet, and don't let your age limit you. And you, too, can be like Jeannie Robinson. Jeannie, you are awesome. Thank you so much. Can I give a a parting piece of glance for the people my age? Yes. We hear all the time, you can't take it with you. You can't take it with you, and they're talking about stuff, money, things, all those things. Let me tell you something. If we don't record in some way our family stories, we take them with us. Wow. That's, everybody's got them. Everybody's got them. Folks, good advice from Jeannie Robertson. You've learned from a, a classic uh, uh, entrepreneur and 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 performer, and I want to thank her for being my friend for all these years, being a mentor and a, a, a an advisor. And then thank you for taking time out. You've been busy, I know as uh, as can be, but thank well, you for you taking out. Too. Thanks, yeah. Willie. I'll see you see you at the next NSA meeting, if not before. I look forward to it, folks. There you go. Another great show. Make sure to tell your friends, your family members every week to listen to this show. I bring the best and the brightest. Also, go to willyjolly.com. Sign up for some of the free resources. Go to my free page. Hit the All Access badge. You'll get free emails. Um, I mean, free uh, music, free uh, downloads. My now shows are now on uh, um, uh, podcast. So you can get podcasts of these shows and go to iTunes and Stitcher and just look for my shows. And finally, We've got our one-man show DVD is available. You can get uh, access to that and all my products right on my website. I'll be coming to a city near you with our show as well as with the Get Motivated Tour. And I look forward to seeing you soon. And don't forget the new marriage book is coming and will be out soon. Make love, make money, make it last. Me and D Jolly have put together our book and we're sharing principles to help you stay married and stay happily married. Have a great day. Remember your best is yet to come. And God bless you on purpose, and you stay living on purpose. Have a great day. Are you tired of crying and complaining? Tired of feeling like life don't treat you fair? Do you see so many others moving on? Are you steady going?
is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.